Welcome to episode 9 of the Irish in Part podcast and this week we're delighted to be joined by Rachel Rush who runs the Lost and Found in Sydney page. Rachel. Hello, how are you? I'm Thanks so glad to be here. for joining us. How's it going? Yeah, Good. Rachel. And taking time from your very busy schedule. Um, obviously, we got in touch last week. You landed in Perth. Yeah. And since then, it's just been a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, so but, I landed in on Sunday and I let my followers know. So I run the Lost and Found in Sydney page for meetups and people to yeah. make friends. And I told my followers that I was going to be in Perth and I would do some meetups on the Sunday, Monday and Tuesday before my dad arrived in on Tuesday. So literally got off the flight, checked in, went to Gage Road, 11 people all met up yeah. to make friends. Yeah. It was so, so nice. And then the next day we did, you know, a sunset and there was actually a really lovely guy there, um, you know, been here for like 15 years and he was like, everybody just leaves, you know, yeah. such a transient place, Perth yeah. or not even Perth, Australia. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know how to make friends anymore. Like, he's not part of any clubs. So got to, like, link him up with some people. And then obviously dad arrived on Tuesday and I have had him flat out. Like, there is no <laughs> chance he's going to get any jet lag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. <laughs> no, it's, it's uh, yeah, I've been watching you. I feel kind of tired. But, you know, just this <laughs> the amount of stuff, it's, it's, it's constant. But you have to cram it all in. Yeah. Um, with, uh, there has been a lot going on this week in Perth, hasn't there? Yeah. Uh, all the, for anyone who hasn't seen on social media, all the football clubs, all the hurling clubs, everyone's back doing pre-season. All the soccer clubs. Um, there's been a few shout outs this week. Do you notice that? Couple, um, couple of small players, was it? Yeah, small well, um, first off, first there was uh, three books. That, that comedian back home, he left um, Western Shamrocks mm. a, a message, which was pretty funny, you know. It's good to see them, you know, uh, giving the Perth teams a shout out. And then today, East Perth FC got a shout out from Robbie Keane and, uh, and, and Gary Kelly. So showing a bit of interest in the clubs, um, which is good. We see, we noticed there. Uh, yeah, I think everyone's back training. Um, we did uh, get a. Someone reached out and said, "Would we mention?" Um, and I think it's it's good to mention. We, we can't forget about the rugby. You know, yeah. uh, rugby's one of our. It's the only yeah. thing we're good at, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're pretty good at the rugby. So um, yeah, that's uh, the 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 Perth Irish Rugby Club. Um, and they're, I think they're, I believe they're training in Bayswater now at the minute. So, um, yeah, go check them out on Instagram and, um, yeah, playing a bit of rugby union over here. So, uh, get behind them as well. That Robbie Keane show, it was unreal. It was great. It's unbelievable. Wasn't it? Like, I, I just woke up this morning and seen it and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, isn't it? It's deadly. And then, you know, I don't know if, if Gary Kelly probably isn't as well, well known, but, you know, there's, there's a little photo of him there skipping past um, Paul Scaldi. Scholes, who's yeah. one of the best midfielders ever to live, you know. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. So, yeah, no, it's good to see everyone getting back into it and all the, the, the clubs getting back together now because... Um, like you were saying, Rachel, I suppose, you know, the clubs are so important to us. It's good to have the break because it's a long year. Um, yeah. our, you know, a lot of the seasons run from now until, say, you know, September maybe. So everyone has that club, the functions, there's, the, there's all the do's. But then at the end of the year, you get your little break for Christmas and now everyone's back into it. So, yeah, yeah I'm sure it's the, the same over in Sydney. Rachel, tell us a bit about how you, how you started on your journey to Perth. What, what, what did you decide leaving Dublin? So, to Sydney. Sydney, I yeah. Went, Sorry. yeah. Well, actually, do you know what? I started in Perth on holidays. My yeah. cousin lived in Fremantle and I came over in 2019 and visited her. Although, 
she was moving to Sydney and it was probably the worst time that you could come and visit someone for a holiday because she was like, <laughs> like I wanted to go see all the sites and she was like, well, you, you know, dismantle that bed and can you bring those bags down to Vinnie's? So I didn't really get to go on holidays here, but I loved it. And like, you know, we went to Sydney then and we went to Melbourne and it was just such a nice way of life. But I, um, I had split up with my ex-boyfriend, which obviously that is why so many people moved to Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I waited until uh, March 2020 to make the move, which oh, yeah. was a great time to yeah. make the move to Australia. So I landed into Sydney two days before international lockdown, which was, you know, don't, terrible. Yeah, don't think <laughs> um, and it was, so I'm a nurse. That's my background. Yeah. Um, and it was seven weeks before I had any work and I like went through all my money. I couldn't. Um, make any friends because it was illegal and couldn't do anything in Australia. There was like police line across Bondi Beach and Coogee Beach. And I lived in Surrey Hills and I was like 5.1 kilometers from the beach. <laughs> so I couldn't that? go to the yeah, beach. I could look right. at it from, you know. What was the, the it was five kilometers, wasn't it? Was five that the kilometer radius. radius yeah. 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 So it was a crazy, it was a really scary time. It was crazy time, you know. I, I had run out of money and thankfully my parents sent me over some money to kind of keep me going until I got that shift. We were speaking about that last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'll pay you back, I swear. Yeah. It, it's yeah. good to mention that as well, that like everyone been through that. Like, yeah. yeah, I brought. I thought I had loads of money. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I can travel all of Australia. <laughs> yeah. And then your bond and yeah. I bought a MacBook, which I probably shouldn't have done when <laughs> I had no job. But um, no, then I got into a lot of COVID work. Um, and that's how I got my foot in the door with the work that I did in, in Sydney and yeah. in Australia. So got in there, started just working flat out. There was nothing else to do. You know, traveled to Melbourne, worked there like full on eight weeks, PPE, didn't see anybody. And the rest of my time here has just been all COVID. Work. Know, at yeah. that stage, it must have been stressful. You know, you're, you, yeah. you, even, even, you know, without running out of money during that time, March 2020 is a horrible yeah. time. And then when you did find that job, it's still a stressful job at that time. Yeah. You know? So it was the biggest, I worked out in the biggest um, outbreak in Australia at the time. And all the news was like, you know, there's helicopters going around this nursing home and there was like you know, news reporters out the front. So we were like, so in the center of it. And nobody, nobody wanted to be your friend because they yeah. were like, oh, you're in that outbreak. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm safer than anyone else. Yeah. It, it's kind of good and bad that you came when you did because if you hadn't came before lockdown, you probably wouldn't have got in. You probably would have done something else back in exactly, Ireland. You probably yeah. would never would have got here. Like. No, do you know what? It's been an absolute <laughs> blessing. I know COVID's yeah. been terrible, but yeah, it's been yeah, a blessing for me because... My whole career here has been to do with COVID and like that wasn't a thing. When I came over, I thought I was just going to work in ED. Like I worked mm. in, like that's the emergency department. Yeah, yeah. I worked in James's back home in emergency and I'm so glad I don't do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. just touching on that, is there a big difference between the health system in Ireland and in Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. major difference. Um, obviously, like it's just, there's, there's so short-staffed at home. Like, I, I won't go into it too much, yeah, yeah. but uh, in case there's any up-and-coming nurses yeah, back home yeah. listening to it. But, sure they know. like, I just remember being in the hospital and thinking, my PIN, like, my registration is on the line. They haven't given me 
enough nurses to work with. You know, I have way over the load of patients that I can look after and look after well. And, you know, you'd go home, you'd be like, oh, I never got that lady her water. And, you know, I didn't do this and I didn't do this. And you just feel like you're never doing enough, even though you're flat out. Like I'd have sweat patches all the way down yeah, my yeah. nurse's uniform and you just couldn't do enough. Whereas here they, you know, they're still short staff, like everywhere in the world is short staff. I think COVID did that as well. You know, nobody wants to be a nurse anymore after all the yeah. stuff everyone's been through. But uh, they have much better ratios here. You know, yeah. it's, it's one to four, whereas at home, you know, you could have one to eight, one to ten. Yeah. Like, you can't look after people like that. I think oh. I can vouch for the health system here, you know, been as a patient. Yeah. Um, it's been uh, it's it's been amazing, you know. Yeah. It's, it's been great. But, um, you know, how did you go from, you know, in the depths of it uh, during this crisis to, you know, finally giving yourself a bit of space, realising that uh, where, where, where are all the people at and then yeah. going and creating these groups, you know, and, and this page that has thousands of followers. And yeah, so I obviously came over during the worst time to make friends, came over on my own, couldn't make any friends. It was a really lonely time. And I remember like video calling my parents and you know, I was like, did I make the right choice? You know, my friends were all, you know, video calling me and everything and... I was like, no, stick it out. And that's what I'll say to anybody, like, give it the six months. Like, I've seen so many people leave and I'm like, you just need to settle. You need to find your place. Yeah. And um, we did speak to somebody about I, that last week. And yeah. we mentioned it last week and somebody wrote into the page. I thought it was funny. So I'll mention it. Um, he was saying when I first got here, I was cycling to Fremantle. Um, I was looking for a job to, um, it was making up cardboard boxes and he didn't get the job <laughs> and he was going, oh, this place isn't for me. Ten years later, he's a police officer. <laughs> you know, like, isn't that great? Yeah. yeah. You know? The first job might not be for you, but yeah. like, something will come along and, you know, just graft. Yeah. Fake it till you make it yeah. over here. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, so I couldn't make any friends at the start. Ended up getting into jobs where nobody wanted to be my friend because I was a nurse working with COVID. I worked down in Melbourne for six weeks on my own. I just went to work, back to a hotel. I wasn't allowed to socialise. Went to hotel quarantine two weeks again on my own. Like so much of my time in the yeah. first year was on my own. And then I got this other big job, you know, running the vaccination programme and I worked like 90 to 100 hours a week. Like I traveled all over Australia um, and I, like I was meeting a lot of people, but I was their manager. So it's a different yeah. dynamic. And then I think it must have been like December last year or no, it was November last year. I had a party <laughs> and I was like, I'll invite all my friends <laughs> I looked through my phone. And I was like, right, my boyfriend, <laughs> my cousin, my neighbours. And I was like, what? I'm so sociable. Why don't yeah. I have friends? Like, Sorry, how, how were you describing Australia to your parents back home or friends back home at that time? Were, were you still saying like, no, it's, it's, I'm still going to stick out, I really like it. Or were you saying, no, it's, it's, it's hard over here? It was hard. I'm quite good at being on my own. I love being yeah. sociable, but like, you know, I was going for long walks and, yeah. you know, I was like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make yeah. it. And yeah. even when I was away working for like eight weeks in Melbourne on my own, I was like, banking that money I'm sending that money home and I have I've sent all that money home haven't touched it it's in AIB yeah. sitting there and you know I was working it's delayed gratification you know yeah. I will just work 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 and then I'll you know enjoy it later and like my parents were so proud of me for all the stuff I was doing yeah. um, and they still are which is great <clears throat> but it was after that party I was like right Rachel you need to stop working so much and make some friends like yeah. you know a couple of years are going by now and it was like January 
2022, I joined Sydney Girls Meetups, which is like a Facebook group. Yeah. And I was, I felt like you were going on a date. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, how are you? Yeah, like, uh-huh. you know, what do you like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so I was trying to get myself out there, doing some more bits, like meeting up with people and meeting their friends. And August 2022, so only like five months ago, I set up the page and within a week because my, my work had slowed down a lot as well because not many people were getting vaccinated. Um, within a week I had like a thousand followers. I was doing meetups, sunrise meetups and, you know, going to El Camino and comedy shows in the evening and going to the opera house. And so many people were getting to know each other. And I did like, you know, these massive picnics and stuff in one week. Like it was amazing how many people I met. Then I went home to Ireland for three weeks and I was like, can't lose momentum. I keep it going, keep it going. And then in the last, you know, four months since that, I've done something every day. So I'm, I love you all, Sydney people. I'll be back soon. (laughs) That's that's, incredible. That's that's going from one extreme to the other. Yeah. Yeah, I love being busy, as you know from my story. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, like, do you ever get time just to you know, um, put up some boundaries and just be by yourself or you're always on the go. Do you, Do you know what? I, I like, I feel like I feed off people's energy. And when I see people happy, like that makes me happy. I'm a giver. I'm yeah. such a giver. Yeah. But I went to, so in the mix of that, I broke up with my boyfriend. We had just gone home to Ireland. It was my brother's wedding and do you know that like when you're home and everyone's like oh you're next you're next yeah. and I was like oh my yeah. god what if I'm next yeah. so I came back and I kind of didn't tell my followers that that was what was going on and I just kept you know doing it and it was great for me because I was surrounded by people like I didn't have to think about the breakup and breakups are hard when you're in a different country and you're away from your family and you know like you just have to keep yourself busy keep I, your mind up I, I think that's huge like a lot of people come here and Australia tests them and they don't last, you know. I know, you know, even my own personal case, it was, it was hard at the start. Yeah. You're in a new country, new environment, new tests, new, you know, everything. And, and it's just like, um, I see, you know, a lot of people do break up and then it's the, it's the person, you know, like that. Then that's when they go and find these groups at, yeah. at times. Um, would you say that, I would nearly go out and say that, it's the girls that are traveling more on their own these days. Would that be well? Sydney's full. I think it's like, you know, two to one girls in yeah, Sydney. Like yeah. there are so many girls. Like some. So I have groups for everything on my Instagram page. Like you know, <laughs> traditional Irish music players yeah. group, like yeah. couples group, dog parents group. Like it's a group chat for yeah, for yeah. everybody. Um, but I have single girls of Sydney group chat. <laughs> AKA we hate men. (laughs) There are a lot of, you know, pictures being sent in there of what people are sending on Tinder. (laughs) But I made that because there was a girl who got on to me and she was like, you know, I broke up with my boyfriend over Christmas, nine years, and we were like one. And she was like, I don't know who I am now without him. And she Mm. was like, you know, I don't have any friends because you know, we were just together all the time and that's what happens so often. So I made this group chat for her because I was like, my heart's bleeding for you. I want to make you some friends. Yeah. 200 girls joined it within like three hours. They've all met up for like picnics. So it's kind of autonomous. The group is autonomous now. Like they're doing stuff and they're organizing them yeah. together. I just bring them all together. Brilliant. And it's so lovely to see it. Yeah, yeah that's you, class. Would you say you're a different person in Australia than you were back home? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think... 
you know, I've grown up a lot. And even like in Sydney, my friend's mom was over a couple of weeks ago and I went to Milk Beach, which is a beautiful sunset spot um, for sunset with them. And she was like, She's like, you're so mature. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. I feel immature beside yeah, yeah. you. But I'm not that I'm really mature, but I know what I want now. Yeah. And like, I think breaking up with my boyfriend, like he's, he was, he was, he is Australian, which, you know, if it, there's probably loads of people out there that if you're with an Aussie, there's always going to be that question, where do you want to settle? Yeah, and that's, yeah it's massive. It's, it's huge. It's, and, you know, the further, and please, please, guys, if you are going out with an Aussie, talk about it straight up. Because that's always was a divide. Like, I was like, I want to go home at some point. Like, I want to have my kids at home, this. And he was like, oh, yeah, like, not forever, though. Yeah. You know? we, 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 I went home at Christmas and my brother, he's living in Melbourne. He came home. He brought his um, his girlfriend home. She's Australian. Yeah. And we were all sitting around the table, and we're like, "Oh, so um, is that going to come back here?" You know. And she was she was looking at us, kind of going, "No." <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "That's a thing, you know. It's yeah. huge, and not even Australian, but say, Joe, you've an yeah. en- English um, partner. I think we've both we we're very happy here in Perth. Yeah. And yeah. I think we've always we've always said that, but. Yeah, it's it's a deal breaker for a lot of people. It is, it's yeah. it's and I know a lot of people I know a lot, especially Irish females, who want to bring their kids up back in Ireland. Yeah. And and to have that attachment to home and their families, cousins and yeah, it's Yeah. So Rachel, you you're from Dublin? I'm from Dublin, yeah. Castle Oh yeah, right. I'm from down the road there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Whitestown and Blanche. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so Joe said do you reckon Australia has changed it? Could you see yourself setting up that uh, lost and found in Sydney, like lost and found in Castleknock. I think I could. You reckon? I, honestly, yeah. so I want to take a global at some point. Watch <laughs> yeah. this space. But do you think before you done it here? Do you think you being who you were at home? No. That, yeah. No. That's what I mean. Like it's given me the confidence here, yeah. but I think it would be so good in Dublin because I was single in Dublin and all my friends had boyfriends, and I'd be like, "Does anyone want to do something?" And nobody like yeah. wanted to do anything because they were like. Me and Mark is doing this or me and Sean's doing this. And then you'd have no one to do anything with. But if you had a group like that, single girls of Dublin, you you could all go out and like go nights out and meet new people. Because I think you were saying it on one of the on one of the episodes, like your friends who are around you just are your friends. Like it's it's nice to kind of branch out and meet new people. Yeah. And how are you going to do that if you don't? Like that's what I was saying to Joe even before, like I was saying I was looking forward to doing this episode. Yeah. And the reason is like it's Friday. It's it's Friday night. Well, this it is what it is. This this is probably going to go out Monday, Tuesday. We're sitting here. I'm talking to Rachel from Dublin, who's uh, living in Sydney, uh, running this page. Uh, you know, getting around and we're in my sitting room. <laughs> you know, where normally on a Friday night I'd be sitting here in my boxers watching TV. You know, <laughs> so uh, we're having a good conversation. So I think it's great. Like yeah. you know, uh, if we met each other at home, same dynamic. I don't think we'd ever consider starting a podcast. No, De- definitely not. No, no. I think Australia. No. Fear, fear of judgment at yeah, home as yeah. well. I think. Yeah. I think you come over here, you find your group of friends that are not necessarily from the same county or the same. Yeah. Like you just find good people that you want to be around and like-minded people. So yeah, it's, yeah. You need something or someone to be the glue. Like you guys have yeah. football and you've yeah. Perth as yeah. your glue, and in Sydney, I am the glue for a lot of people. Thankfully. <laughs> But I think as well, I wanted to touch on it, like, you are so into your football, which is so, so good. And in Sydney, there's loads of ga teams and football teams. But people who aren't into football or don't join clubs or don't have the time to do it, like, 
I joined a club. Actually, I have a good story for that. But I'll tell that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. I joined a club and then I ended up working loads and I couldn't do it. And I was like, oh, my only chance to make yeah, friends yeah. and I can't make them. But if you, you, you don't like football, if you don't like that, how else are you going to make friends? Yeah. Unless, you know, you have someone to bring you together. But I joined, um, what was it, Young Ireland's in Sydney. And I did one training session, bought the whole kit, you know, Dublin, Rachel, like, you know, got everything on it, bought new boots, like was really into, you know, going back, you know, I was retired from the age of 13. So I was going back into it. And um, I did one training session in Moore Park and I was marking this girl and we ended up chatting and she was like, you know, I'm moving to Perth and blah, blah, blah. And that was it. That was the only training session, the only thing I ever did with the football. And then I got into my big. Uh, COVID vaccination job and I was traveling all over Australia and I was over in Perth managing the vaccinations here and I was down must have been Bunbury or somewhere further down and it was a nursing home that we were in and I was going to like meet the team and you know see how everything was going and it was Paddy's day as well and there was a girl there and she was Irish and I was like look at us you know Irish here in this random nursing home and it ended up that was the girl that I marked that yeah, one training wow. session I was like how freaking <laughs> yeah, random is that yeah, crazy yeah such a small world yeah, it really is yeah it really is. Perth random is... nursing home in yeah. Bunbury just and I going, meet her. going back Rachel here um nursing I'd always wanted to start me from the beginning at nursing what, what involves in terms of from your first day obviously like how many years and it, like is it exams or practical yeah. or, or is it just are you watched over for and someone signs you off for a certain amount of time or what way is that so I uh, it took me a long time to be a nurse I did computer science psychology and French realised I preferred the SU bar more than any yeah, of those yeah. subjects so dropped out of that and then the next year I started nursing because everyone was like, you're caring, like you should be a nurse. So I did it and I didn't know what I was getting myself into. It was like the first day, the first placement I was on and you get thrown in, like, you know, wash that person, change that person. And I was like, excuse me, like, what, what does that mean? Um, but you go to college for like university. I was in Trinity. So you go to college for, you know, a good bit of it to learn the theoretical side and then the majority of the time you're spent in placements so I worked in I did my placements in James's and you know it's full on my dad was only saying it to me there a few days ago he was like nursing is actually really hard uh subject to study because any other like um college degree you can doss off you can go drinking the night before you can you know do all that whereas I was in half seven to half eight looking after patients, going home, trying to do my study, trying to do my reflections, you know, getting comments off nurses. And someone once said it was like, your ordinary is everyone else's extraordinary. So I kind of end up seeing things, you know, people with all these different diseases and illnesses. And I just became numb to it because I was like, that's just ordinary. Like, you know, those people in the oncology ward, like that's a normal thing for me now. Whereas before I would have been like, oh my God, like, you know, uh, that's the only person I've ever seen with that. Um, So I did that. I ended up um, for my final year, I deferred my final year. So I didn't go straight into my fourth year from my third year. And I took the year off to travel the world. And it was the best. 
Oh, yes. By the way, I told my lecturers that I had to look after my granny for the year. So yeah. <laughs> I hope you listened to that. Hope you, you brought her with you. Yeah. You're not allowed to defer you your final she, year. You didn't say she was sick. Did you? <laughs> no, I said I was going to Galway to care for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I deferred the year, you know, whatever the excuse was, it was so worth it. And I, you know, traveled all over America and I traveled Dubai, did Thailand, lived in the French Alps in a ski resort and lived, you know, New York, was a nanny, went to Mexico, went literally everywhere. Like it was, it was the best thing ever. And I had saved for a whole year, worked 100 hours a week to do it. And that brings it back to delayed gratification. You know, I was missing shitty nights out in Dublin, spending one to 200 euro so that I could do that. And that was the best thing I ever could have done for me and for my nursing career because it then again like it matured me and it made me go back in and know who I was and it was also quite good that all my friends then were staff nurses and they took me under their wing. Mm. <laughs> and you, you you made it into the, the Parliament House. Uh, can you tell us a bit about it? Was did. that in Canberra? That was in Canberra. Yeah. So I'm the national manager for COVID vaccinations for Australia's vulnerable populations tasked by the commonwealth it's a mouthful yeah um but i was one of the top nurses um in the company so they like treated me to go to the australian college of nursing gala which was a black tie event in the parliament house and it was just surreal being in there you know senator david pocock was sitting on the table beside me and like you know all these ministers and senator david pocock was the head guy and the wallabies just in case yeah okay yeah. i just went straight out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i used you all looking a bit yeah. blind but he was like i don't know the captain of the wallabies yeah. or something yeah. like that um but yeah it was it was absolutely surreal and again like the the how i got so far in my career here fake it till you make it was number yeah. one second is networking it's about who you know in Australia. I think the Irish are really good at faking it till you make it over here. <laughs> yeah. No, because we do get, we pick it up really quickly. But, Big time. Point uh, to spill for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I, I said, uh, I was talking to my dad at Christmas, you know, and I was saying that I think if I was, when you're at home and you're Irish, everybody's Irish. But when you're the Irish guy over here, it seems like, you know, the, the Aussies are like, oh, that's the, you know, you, you kind of get a little bit of a head start. Yeah. Like, like I, I say in, in New York, you know, they say in New York, you make it there, you make it anywhere. If you don't make it in part, like there's something wrong with you. Yeah. There's so much opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, you know, with the, 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 when you're in the parliament, you know, a, a girl from Dublin, you know, a nurse and you're in the, the parliament in Canberra, are you getting imposter syndrome, you know, or like are you, are you a bit out of your depth? Do you know what? I, so I was really strategic about my networking. Like I'll tell you, you have to network like it's so, so good. So I knew that the ball was with the Australian College of Nursing. And I also, so I looked it all up, saw that the Australian College of Nursing Roadshow was coming to Sydney. So I went to that and I'm part, I did a course in ACN so I I could get invited. Went to that, beelined straight to the CEO. You know, I was like, hey, what are you wearing on Saturday? Like, you know, are you going to it? So I started like getting chitty chatty with, you know, the CEOs and the directors and, you know, again, just 
spoofing, you know. Can you say to, that? Could you give us an example there of exactly what you said? Uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's top secret. Top secret. Yeah, I give away them but then it was, it was great because when I got to the parliament and I was with all these other people from the company, like, you know, 20, 30 years more experienced than I was. And I was like, oh, come here. Let me just introduce it to my good friend here, the CEO. And let me introduce you to this. And, you know, that you just, I was able to work the room. And then from that, the CEO invited me to Melbourne to go to one of her, uh, one, her shows or her son's show in Melbourne. And I just kept meeting more and more people. And I was like, this networking is like, yeah. you know, spinning out of control. And it was so amazing because my nursing career was just getting, you know, escalating and getting so big. And Lost and Found in Sydney was also getting so big at the same time. So, you know, I was posting about this on the page and then, you know, I was sending out my LinkedIn and my email. I felt like I was Miley Cyrus. Yeah. I was in two different <laughs> lives. A little bit of imposter syndrome. Yeah. Did it, yeah. <laughs> did it ever get too much, but both of them together and, and just like maybe drop, not, obviously you can't drop the career, but like maybe just stepping away or, or were you happy to, so that you were busy? the contract ended... Uh, was supposed to end the 20th of December and I was like great I'll focus on the page you know I I really wanted to put a lot of time into it because it makes me so happy like to see people become best friends to see people moving in together and you know people send me pictures of people going on trips together like I just love that but then the contract got extended for a little while longer so I'm actually still working in that role just a little part-time yeah um But it's nice that, you know, I'm traveling now with my dad. I'm still kind of have my foot in, you know, foot in the door for the nursing career while I'm also doing Lost and Found in Sydney. So, but I tell you, I did get kind of, got a little bit overwhelming a couple of weeks ago because I think, you know, it was all to do, everything had happened so quickly. You know, it was my ex-boyfriend as well. He was still in Sydney I don't actually have a place to live in Sydney because we had lived together and I'd been kind of couch surfing and staying in places and I had no idea where my stuff was. (laughs) I had boxes in Zetland, boxes in Surrey Hills, boxes in (laughs) Bondi Junction. And I was like, oh God, I haven't seen my passport for like four weeks, you know, the stress. (laughs) But I went to this girl um, and I never would have been into it at home. And, you know, sorry, mom, if you're listening to this, but it was actually really good. (laughs) It was Reiki. I say sorry, oh, mom, because my mom is so religious. And she's yeah, like, all you yeah. need is Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but it was Reiki. And it was really, really I've good. I've done that recently as well. Yeah, Reiki's, I do Reiki's brilliant. Yeah, I've so done a bit of Reiki. Good, yeah. yeah. But I just, I cried for hours and hours after. And I was exhausted. Like, I had to sleep for hours. And it just, she was like, you needed that. She was like, you are so burnt out and you don't even realize, you know, you just needed to take some time for yourself, do some meditation, Checked myself into the Crown um, in Sydney the next day, into the spa, you know, really Very looking nice. after myself, yeah. really looking after myself. But it was great. And I, I forgot, because I was looking after everyone and I was giving to everyone, I forgot to kind of look after myself. You can't give from an empty glass. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, well, you can run an empty for a long time without without really noticing it, like, yeah. you know, take something yeah. like that to get it out. Do, do you feel the page, um, you know, if you feel like sometimes you're obligated to keep, you know, posting and keeping everyone up to date? Does that get a bit stressful? I just find, you know, even just with some pages, you know, even... You know that they, they do. It gets a bit time consuming. You know, yeah. it's hard. it is hard. It's like another little job. You know, it is like I. Thankfully, I absolutely love doing it. Yeah. And like a lot of 
I call them my followers, but like they're my friends. Yeah. And I think the difference is, you know, they're, I meet them and I become friends with them. And it's like, it's not like it's this, this is an event. Like this is, I'm the organizer. I'd put up things like, hey, does anyone want to come here with me? And it's like they're coming with me, like they're hanging out with me. So it's a lot easier yeah. for people to come because, you know, it's not this daunting thing. I'm like, you might not know anyone, but you'll know me. So just come find me chat with me and then I'll introduce you to people and you know I'll, I'll notice the introverts sitting on the yeah. you know the side of the steps and I'll go sit with them and I'm like did you meet this person and constantly playing concentration you know yeah. you like this oh this person likes this too you know you've <laughs> well, done you have dancing, to be good at that this. you know even mm-hmm. even with um when, when you're talking about networking yeah like some people just don't have that some people might just be you know the, the small talk or finding them gaps to you yeah. know um and I'd imagine you do a lot of that now with, yeah, at yeah. all them events. It's, within the page, is it mostly Irish or is it a bit of everything? It's, oh, I know you guys like your insights because I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah, majority Irish. I think it was like 80% Irish. Okay. We also get a lot of Aussies as well. Like one of the, there's a really lovely girl in Coogee and she lived out in Penrith and then she moved, which is, you know, maybe about an hour or a bit away. But like, she's no friends and she not like wouldn't have known people in Coogee because she lived out there and you know even if you're from the place you still need to make friends it's not yeah. all just for for Irish or you know we've English there's a couple of German girls I've met there was a Kenyan girl one day like people from all genders all nationalities c- can come and I say all genders because please send us more boys oh my god yeah. <laughs> I need more boys in the group can, so, they jo- can they join the we hate men whatsapp yeah. <laughs> a few lads have said that to me actually because you get like one lad and they're kind of sitting there like yeah. not home and I'm like boys won't come to the events unless there's boys there and I'm like how am I going to get boys there I definitely don't remember that been set up when I was in Sydney yeah <laughs> so many gorgeous gorgeous single girls <laughs> it's, Red, come on it's just a social media thing now like yeah. um, you know back back then even travelling alone might be more daunting because yeah. you don't hear these groups and now yeah. you know there is people like yourself like it's okay to notice that alright I'm I'm, uh, I feel a little bit isolated, I'm alone and I might just go here. But then to think about everyone else as well yeah. and go and do it. It yeah. shows, you know, you're proactive. And yeah, yeah that, that, that's good. If, if you were in Sydney though, Joe, do you think, oh, there's a group there, they're meeting, they're going for a picnic. Do you think you'd rock up if you were on your own? Because I, t- I, t- I came over here with a couple of friends and a couple of lads who were already here. So automatically I joined that group. Yeah. So we had, we had places to go and kind of join that kind of Irish thing same as you've done back home where you go to the pub all together you're out looking for women and good time and all but I personally I'd be very shy going to to join a group because I know if I sat there and someone come up to me I would be very shy I'd have (laughs) to get to know people over like a long duration but I love the idea oh yeah it's class I think what's good so the thing that I do most is the sunrise swims so you meet up for the sunrise you watch it come up and then everybody holds hands and runs into the water and like a good few lads have been coming now i'm pretty pretty happy with it but it's kind of like it just bonds you that bit everyone's running in everyone's laughing and then you get in you're like oh my god it's cold that's more or less where this originated from we've been doing that for the last how long three years yeah we're not holding hands all right, that's it for the next, for the podcast, or for the reel, we'll do a video. Oh my God, do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, we could do. Right, so you touched on a meditation. 
Yeah. What are you are are you good at meditating or is another because we we chat about this briefly as well saying. Well, me personally, I find it hard. I find I, even today I'm finding it very hard to settle the head and, and stop yeah. all the thoughts. And well, I know actually how I found out about your page was Sinead Hegg. I know she shared about it, and I actually hang on, that's interesting because we were talking last week about ran, a random two or three days where we got like six hundred followers just after Christmas, and we said last week if anyone knows, and I was saying. Oh, well, I signed us up to Apple Podcasts and yeah. Yeah. nothing got to do oh, with it. L- Lindsay did call her. Yeah. So yeah. Was, was, sent you yeah. Was the voice. She is lovely. Does she yeah. play County, though? Yeah. <laughs> I think she played County. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she she's so nice. Like, she's shared a lot of the stuff for me in, in Sydney and she's just so helpful. And I'm doing the Brave Way meditation now, her guided course. Cool. Um, and... It's actually so, so good. Like just I'll pop in my um, AirPods and it's the noise cancellation one because I still feel like if things are happening around me, I'll get a little bit distracted. But I found myself really kind of switching off while I'm doing hers or, you know, I'll do a sunrise meetup at 5 or 5.30 and I'll go down at like 5 a.m. and I'll just sit there and do my meditation beforehand and really, really like liking it. So, yeah. Well, look, yeah. You're, you're present. Yeah, you know, for nothing else, you're you're just stopping and you're present. That's 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 enough alone. Yeah. You know, if you do that enough times, and you yeah. you don't need to go off into another planet and everything else, but just just being present is huge. Yeah, you know, yeah. and um, yeah, no, it's cool. It's funny you say that, yeah, because uh, yeah, because we were discussing it on last week, and like Cardi said, he signed us up to Apple, and yeah. we we didn't know where the six hundred followers came from, and then my partner listened to the episode, and she texted me saying. You know, Sinead Hegarty shared that. That's where, and then I said it to the boys. We we checked the date and it was the date because you can't see it anymore, but it says Sinead um, shared your thing on this day. And then, but like, like you said, she's very obliging when we, um, uh, we, we sent her a message. Oh, we were in the, we got into the charts, the Irish charts. Um, and she was uh, in the top 10. And I sent, I tagged her in it, and it was like um, Irish abroad taking over. And she was like, "Yeah, definitely." And I said, uh, "When you come to part, jump on." She said, "I'd love to." So, yeah. so that's that, so lovely. Yeah. So many followers. I remember when I messaged her, I think I had like one or two thousand followers, and I was like, "I can't believe she's writing back to me." Like, so nice yeah, to yeah. take the time yeah, yeah. to do it. Like, but I, I remember when I was working in james's when i was working in ed and it would just get so busy so stressful like constantly patients coming in nowhere to put them and you'd be kind of running off your feet and mistakes happen when you're busy like when you're just too much is going on yeah and someone said something to me and it always sticks in my head he said like just relax a moment of silence in a moment of madness saves a thousand moments of regret and so when things are getting real like overwhelming or flustered or that kind of thing just stop and you just have to just let it all go for a second I like and that. then go into it that's i cool. really liked that that's cool and it stayed with me like that's been years and years when i get real like i have to do this 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 and i'm like just stop you know moment of yeah. silence in a moment of madness saves a thousand moments that is rest. a great one yeah. yeah so um you got here this week we haven't touched on uh, i know what you've been doing because i've been following your page <laughs> but you have been everywhere yeah. can you just uh, give us a, a quick recap on where exactly you have been uh, this week since you got here yeah so i got in on the sunday and checked in um actually stayed in Fremantle prison 
So I put that up my story. I stayed there. Yeah, stayed. Put it on my story. Like, you know, me and Olivia have checked into prison and people thought we were messing. But <laughs> you can get a private room in the Fremantle prison, right. YHA. It's actually, there's no ghosts. It's really nice. You know, <laughs> pretty cheap. It's a good tour. It, um, isn't it crazy that um, Rachel can come here and tell us? Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, living in, <laughs> yeah. we're living in Paris. 12 years. Yeah. Um, and then we headed down to Gage Road and then 11 people came, met up and it was so lovely. We went to bathers for sunset and it was lovely to meet like all these new people in Perth. And I was like, I, I love that I can help you even though I'm lost and found in Sydney and here yeah. I am in Perth, like and g- giving you guys advice or you should look up Perth is okay. You know, that's yeah. where you'll find out what's going on or, you know, giving people like things to do in yeah. Perth is mad. Um, and then the next day, oh, I can't remember what I did during the day. I did my meditation. That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then. You did down at Leighton Beach. I did. Yes, yeah. Good. I was You're, watching. <laughs> I was on the ball. Yeah. And then uh, just kind of traveling around a bit. Did a sunset that evening. Um, with a few people in Perth and they were all just so lovely and just like connecting them again I was just I love it it's just such yeah. a great feeling and then the Tuesday went into Coogee Beach Coogee in in yeah. Perth yeah, yeah. and then dad came in on Tuesday evening and it was so nice to see him like I got I'm, I'm so so lucky I got to go home three times last year and so I, you know I only saw him last time in September but it was so nice obviously that's still such a long time yeah. to see your family um, and then we drove down to Bustleton, you know, next morning, got up Bustleton jetty, did Margaret river, did a bush tucker, uh, bush tucker canoe tour down Margaret river. Tell us about that. I haven't heard about that before. Oh my God, you should do it. Yeah. And you get really nice lunch of kangaroo, croc, emu, like all the lovely stuff. If you're too chicken for it, there's a bit of chicken there for <laughs> yeah. you as well. <laughs> um, but no, it was great. You you canoe down um, Margaret River. Do you yeah. know why it's called Margaret River? No. So the Bustletons that arrived, you know, first settlements down down that way, um, one of the guys um, named the river Margaret after a girl in England who he wanted to come over, like this, his ex-lover in England. And he was like, you should come over. It's beautiful. Um, I've even named a river after you, Margaret. And she didn't. And she never came over. Oh, my God. So Margaret River <laughs> is called Margaret River about a girl in England who never came, left him on red. Yeah. Like, didn't even <laughs> respond to his letter. We, we've brilliant. been here over a decade and we're getting educated <laughs> by a tourist. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's what I do in Sydney as well. I know all the history, all the Aboriginal history of like Sydney, Barangaroo, Benalong, like all the cool stories. Yeah. So when I go out with people and do stuff, I'm like, let me tell you about the bridge. Let me tell you <laughs> yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah. You know, it's so important to know that that history. Um, but yeah, I did that. You know, she showed us, just showed us all the history and all the cool stuff that had happened along Margaret River. Did a wine tasting after that. Of course. Went for a dip with my dad. Um... Then we went out for dinner. Then the next day, you were you were down at Mandra. You were doing oh, the, the the Mandra Giants. Oh my God! You should do that. It's um, this artist made five. I think it was actually six giants, and then an arsonist burned yeah. down, which is mm. so so sad. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Circle Stone. In case anyone tries to go to see that one, it's burnt down. Yeah. Um, but all the other ones are there. There's one in Subiaco, actually. Cool. Um, but we did that. Um, 
which was great. And it was a really nice way to see Mandra and see like the different areas. Is this your first time? Is your dad's first time been in Australia and in Perth? Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to ask. It's actually a good show getting your dad to come to Perth because isn't it an extra five hours to fly yeah. to Sydney? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. We, um, and he hasn't got jet lagged. I mean, he, I didn't allow him. Get Are you going back to Sydney after Perth? No. So <laughs> doing um, Perth, then on Sunday we're heading to Melbourne and we're doing the Australian Open, doing the Peninsula Hot Springs. Then we're heading to Sydney for a week and I'm going to show him everything in Sydney. I'm going to do some sunrises, right. going to get him to meet everybody. Um, is he is he quite a outgoing person? Yeah. Yeah. yeah really so the sunrise is... Behind the ocean in Sydney, does it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful. You have don't... a look at my page now. Yeah. Look at the <laughs> I have been on your page, but that's just <laughs> yeah. something that always fascinates me because uh, I've only seen that in Ireland because yeah. it doesn't happen here. Yeah, no, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it's such a big thing. Like, you know, over in Sydney on Coogee Beach on a Wednesday is popping. Like, mm. there, you know, I have my group. I think last time I had like 45 people down for sunrise and like 30 people ran into the water holding hands and we all had coffee after and acai balls and uh, Conscious Community who does the ice buckets. He's down there. There's like 100 people there doing breath work and ice buckets. Oh, just it's- to stop you for a second, I've seen you on one of your things. You've done an ice bath. Yeah. And we do actually have one set up. Oh really? Yeah, let's go oh, and do I one now. My dog. Maybe next time I'm back in Perth. I see. I see. That's very. It looks look very it's enjoyable. Yeah. Four and a half minutes last time. Oh, very yeah. good. Usually two. Push yeah. myself. Yeah. Push myself. They're class. PB. PB. Yeah. It's so lovely. Like after, and you run into the the ocean. It feels like a hot bath. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. And I am like Chris Jenner, momager down there. Like I will be in front of all the ice baths. I'm like, you look amazing, sweetie. Like you look so good. Like taking pictures. Yeah. Pictures or it didn't happen, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. that's what we say. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. And, yeah. Joe says the hardest thing about doing an ice bath is not telling anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you just feel so much better than everyone yeah. else. Oh. Like sunrise, you do, and you can imagine bath. people looking saying it's not that big a deal, but it is. It is a big deal. Doing it. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. It's the same. I hope you've got a video or a picture every time you've done it. Yeah, we have. Well, we but, won't. We have to take one. Don't yeah. we? Every time we take one, we could put up and do a little collage of this thing. <laughs> little yeah. robot duck. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's, it's probably a bit early to say, uh, you know, you've been in um, Perth this week. Um, could you ever see yourself living here over Sydney? You know, I'm the hustle. boys. You like no. hustle and bustle. I am the busiest gal going. Like, I know everything that's happening in Sydney all the time. And I try to get to everything. Like, you know, I'll be looking at all the time out Sydney, what's on Sydney and try to like make an itinerary for my day to do it. Yeah. Like I just love having every hour of the day organised. Is it is it something that has changed your opinion over the last year about bringing up a family in Australia or in Sydney? Or are you still, are you still keen on going back home eventually? It is the hardest question ever. Like I... I'm so close to my family and like I still I still call them every day like I call my mom every morning when she's going to work and then like she'll call me when she's coming back and I won't even be on like talking to her she'll just be sitting on the phone on on video call pottering around the house and I call my sister constantly um and then so last year I went home three times to my family and it was I felt so so lucky that I got to live my best life here and still get to be at all the important stuff back yeah. in Ireland. So three times within a year, it wasn't all in, in 2022. I surprised everyone um, for Christmas 2021. I got back the day 
after my little nephew Roddy was born. So that was just, you know, amazing to see. And I hadn't seen my nephew Bertie um, since, you know, he was five weeks old. Also, Bertie and Roddy, what amazing little names. Yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say, like Bertie's yeah. a good yeah. name. I haven't heard that in a long time. That's yeah. the name that oh, They are just adorable. I miss them every day, but um, get loads of photos, which is good. But I did that, was home for three weeks over Christmas. So, you know, got to see everybody, have Christmas with the family. And then... It was, I got really cheap flights home. I think it was April or May. And I surprised my friends for one of my best friends, hen party, which was such a good surprise. So hard to keep that, you know. I think I traveled for about 30 hours to get home. Yeah. And I was like, still updating my Instagram to pretend yeah, I was at the beach yeah. and everything. And <laughs> um, so did that. And then I came home for my best friend's wedding and my brother's wedding. Got to be celebrant for my brother's wedding oh, down in the cool. strawberry beds. Yeah, Lucan. Outdoor wedding. Very dangerous, but very good. <laughs> so cool. They dangerous had... as in the weather, like. Yeah, yeah. 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 What, month, what month was it in? September. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, but it was, it lashed rain the day before and then the day off, you know, sun was in the sky and. Yeah. Brown leaves they, everywhere. Yeah. They had such a cool wedding. Like, it was so not traditional Irish. Like, I ran the ceremony. Um, they had pizza and sandwiches and sweets. Sounds like my kind of wedding. Yeah, they, instead of having a cake, they had a piñata and they had hurls and they smashed the piñata down. Like, it was so cool. But it was so nice that, you know, I got to live here all year, but I didn't miss any of the big things. Yeah. Like, when I was home in April, some of my friends were like, I've seen you more than I've seen, like, some of the other yeah. girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. huge. Uh, when I went yeah. home uh, at Christmas, everyone was saying, you know, we haven't seen each, each other, other since, since yeah. Yeah. in a yeah. long time because they nearly need an excuse to come out and... and uh, Get off yeah. their arses, yeah. basically. What, yeah. do you, what do you prefer, Christmas in, in Sydney or in Dublin? Um, well, this year was my first real Christmas in Sydney. So Sydney 2020... Um, we were supposed to go up to the Gold Coast and that one person got COVID in the northern beaches and all the states shut That's down right, to yeah, New South that. Wales. So it was like two days to go or something. And I was like, where am I going to get mm. a turkey? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was a bit shit. And you could only have like five people to a house. And I didn't have any friends. So, yeah. Yeah. so it was me and my ex um, that had Christmas together. And then the next year was home in Ireland. And then this year was amazing. Like it was obviously because I had lost and found in Sydney as well. But I did a 100 person lunch on Coogee Beach on the hill. And I brought all the tables. I got a gazebo. I'd Do you drive a truck? <laughs> oh, my God. I was doing a good few like ups and downs. Um, now I had like, I think I had five off the big fold out tables I had a gazebo, I had speakers, I bought about right. 80 Christmas crackers because I didn't know exactly how many people were going to come. Yeah. But that takes up a lot of your space as well. Um, you know, buckets and buckets of ice and everybody brought a plate. And it was just the most wholesome, loveliest day because there were so many people who had, you know, nothing to do or no family or who weren't yeah. even going to celebrate Christmas. And I was like, just come down, like make some new friends like have it all together and it was just such a lovely environment and everybody was so friendly and I brought some games and people were playing games and we did Crimbo Limbo with you know tinsel yeah. and nice. it was just it was class it was so yeah. so good 
Yeah, wouldn't it break your it, well? It doesn't it break your heart when you hear someone saying, "No, I have no plans this Christmas. I'm just going to stay at home." You're oh just my like, "God, it was breaking." You're just like, "Come over to my house." Come with me. Yeah. Let me give you a hug. Yeah, it's I'm terrible. like the mom of Sydney. Yeah, I experienced it once myself and my partner. We had nobody to go to. Not that we had nobody. We just a couple of our close friends were going home, and it was just the two of us. And we were like, "This is desperate, isn't it?" I was like, "I wouldn't wish this on anybody." Yeah. So ever since then, I always have that in my mind. Yeah, yeah. but we did that. I think it was like. What time did we set up? Like 11 and we stayed there till like 8, like at night. And then everybody packed or I packed up, which ended up not being as difficult as I thought. I was dreading it the whole day. I was like, yeah. oh, I'll take down that gazebo when it gets dark, you know, <laughs> you know, all the bins and things like that. But everybody helped out and, you know, yeah. stuck it all in the car and forgot about it. And then we headed to Bronte Beach. Did you see what Bronte Beach was like on Christmas? No. I'll have to send you a picture or like show to is after. It was like a rave. Like it was, we had this gorgeous, wholesome day and, you know, everybody was barbecuing. <laughs> I bought barbecues and all because I knew that the barbecues down in Coogee would be flat out. Yeah. We had our own barbecues. So it was this real cute, wholesome day. And then it was like Project X nice. on the beach. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. speakers, there was people <laughs> everywhere. Um, but it was disgusting, the mess that they left. Yeah. And people had just left blankets and eskies and all, like there was a suitcase there was a full-on <laughs> suitcase in there. someone just fresh off the plane <laughs> yeah, exactly but you know what that it just gives us such a bad name and i know it's not like it wasn't all irish people there yeah. but it gives expats a yeah. bad name because yeah. they know that it was probably majority expats down there and it took like a couple of days to clean up the mess that everyone had left See, see when you guys are down there at that at late, um, sorry, at that beach, Brighton Beach, like to all the locals that are there, like yourselves, say, um, long term uh, Irish that have been in Sydney. Do you, do you guys steer away from Bondi now? Is that like the commercial beach or is uh, have you have your own little spot where you kind of. I like Coogee. Coogee. Coogee yeah, like, yeah. and I think it's really funny. Um, so that period, like first couple of years of my life in my Australian life here, I didn't really have any Irish friends. Um, so my ex-boyfriend was Australian. You know, all my neighbours were Australian. My housemates were Australian. Like, I knew, like, not even a handful of Irish people. So I did everything that Australians did. And, like, my ex was super into fishing. So we'd go all over the place fishing. Yeah. I caught some big fish. I see you smiling. <laughs> caught some big old fish. I'll show you some pictures after. <laughs> Be honest, did, did you like fishing? Or? I did like yeah. fishing, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I caught some big fish. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's probably why. If I was sitting yeah. out and not reeling yeah. anything in, then... Yeah, the, the Aussies love fishing. Love fishing. Like, yeah, I had a BCF top. No, I was a fisherman. The Bunnings wide brim. I can see it now. Um... But like, so I did all that stuff and then like traveling all over the place. I like, I didn't go to the beaches that yeah. Irish people went to. And then when I started the page, I was like, this is such a novelty. I was like, I've never seen so many Irish people yeah. far from Ireland. Like, yeah. and then it was only then that I started to go to Coogee and, you know, all the other beaches because I lived in Australia. I, I go to Redleaf Beach and like all these random other beaches that you don't hear of, but the Australians go to. Um so yeah, Coogee definitely, I feel like when I go down there now, I'm like a little celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah, nice. Yeah. Everyone's Very like, oh, The Lord Mayor. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that uh, Project X, was that Christmas Day? That's that was Christmas Day. I know they left a mess, but was there any trouble? 
there was police there, but there wasn't like oh, I have to show you a picture as well. As that. long like, as it's not it was trouble. just yeah, that's it. Like, no, it's good, good, friendly fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. wholesome, not wholesome, but yeah. <laughs> again, not 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 shit on Ireland no, or anything. Few bags like, flying around. <laughs> I don't think you could that's have that in Dublin. Like. Drink that. Oh my god, I was drinking that. I know, I drank that as well. Do you know what? So many people got on to me. So the next day, I was dying of death. I had been so good, so wholesome all day, you know, being the mama Sydney. And then the mama Sydney let her hair down, had the goon bag flowing in. (laughs) And I remember the next day, I had to go back out to Coogee and I got on the bus and I was like, fuck, I cannot be on the bus. I'm going to get sick. To get off the bus, get sick on the side of the no. road, find a line bike to get myself to Sydney <laughs> or to Coogee because I was like, I can't take public transport. Yeah. It's too dangerous. <laughs> and I was there nearly dying to death, line biking through Sydney in the heat, burnt to a crisp, even though I had sun cream on me and under a gazebo all day. But so many people got on to me being like, I really enjoyed watching you struggle because it just seems like yeah. you're invincible. Like you're a superwoman. Yeah. You're out all night and yeah. then you're up for a sunrise. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm glad I could show you that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? What's um, What's next for the page? Where do you see this whole thing going, Lost and Found in Sydney? I'd love to do it like in all the different states. So I did it in Melbourne when I was down there for a week in December. And the first night, 17 people came out. 17 people, individuals on their own, came to meet me and I was like, I didn't even know like that many Melbourne Females, females and males are just mostly females. <sighs> Come on, boys, it was only female. Yeah. <laughs> but like did that, like did another couple of events while I was there. And then like even, you know, here in Perth, the, like I have a group chat now with like 50 something people in Perth and they can organize, like just like I have in Sydney, but they yeah. can organize stuff themselves. But I'm kind of putting the feelers out to see kind of what's out there. Yeah. Um, and when I was in Melbourne, one of the girls was like, we need one of these in, in Melbourne. Like, we need a lost and found in Melbourne. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. But that's why I want to, like, focus all my energy on it and not have to do, like, full-time vaccinations. You know, take the Miley Cyrus wig off and just focus on yeah. one thing. Yeah, yeah. and with the, with the page, um, do you, uh, are you affiliated with someone, uh, a cosmetic company? Uh, Her Place Cosmetics. Yeah. Yeah. How, <laughs> yeah, how how did that come about? Like, was that did they approach you or was it? Yeah, they, they got on to me and right. they were like, they've sent me some stuff. Bear by Vogue, you know, Kaylee Mua, all the stuff that you guys know. We know. won't have, uh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but I have. Um, I'm just nodding away to Kaylee Mua. But no, like if if there's any girls listening in, I know you said you're about fifty percent girls. Yeah, we're fifty now. now. Yeah, 50, um, 50. But herplacecosmetics.com. They do like all the Irish brands from back home. So like, you know, Sosumi, Bear by Vogue, and they send it all over. Lost for a 10% discount. There you <laughs> <is> go. <laughs> L-O-S-T. <laughs> um, but no, it's great because, I mean, we love Bondi Sands over here, which, as you know, is another tanning brand. Oh, okay. Right. It's nothing <laughs> on Bear by Vogue. <laughs> no, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Sally Hansen. Oh my god, look at you! <laughs> it's too hot over here for Sally Hansen. It would literally drip off your skin. That's a tan boy, the way boys. I'm glad, oh, yeah. I, I'm glad I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, classic. So, yeah. You uh, feel it? It sounds like you're a ball of energy that's willing to just try anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good way, it's a good um, way to do it. I, I, and what's important is I think you're a ball of energy that's willing to try to do anything due to Australia. 
Yes. Yeah. 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 I, think, I mean, yeah. to be honest, I've always been a bit of a ball of energy. Like, as I said, when I deferred my year, I just, every, I was yes girl. Like everything that popped up, I was like, yeah, I'll go there. I'll go there. I traveled the whole world. And that's also why I wanted to start the page because I've lived everywhere. And I know how hard it is to make friends. Like that's another reason into it. Like I lived in New York and you'd think New York's really easy to make friends, but it's not. Like I used to go to bars and be like, Can you be my friend? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and that's why it'd be so nice to do it. Like everywhere in the world needs someone to just you know a group yeah. that they can come into and not everybody wants to do sports yeah and that's yeah. fair and not everybody you know so many people nowadays are working from home and how are they going to make yeah. friends in work like you know you just need something to go to i think most mm. people were sold a lie as well by watching american sitcoms growing up and people strolling into bars and just chatting up women yeah. and vice versa like and you look like a weirdo if you no, do that. yeah you, someone would say please leave yeah if you went up and started chatting to someone or or you introduced yourself like yeah some of the friends we, we were asked on one of the questions gary said last week um like, is there something that someone can go to somewhere that someone can do? Like, if they're feeling lonely, I know I actually left this episode, the last week's episode. I should have shouted out the Human Excellence Project. It was a group. It's similar to what you do. Mm. Um, I don't know what does Sinead Haggerty do morning dips and stuff like that. Sunrise uh, dips. No, so she started doing a book club in Sydney. Right. Because um, she so, has the brave way, which yeah. is your, the meditation thing. So the Human Action Project is basically just a group of people that do sunrise dips every morning, 365 days a year. Do you guys follow Cold Nips? Yeah, yeah. Cold Nips. They, they were on the win. Yeah. I was yeah. so sad I wasn't here. They're huge. Yeah. They're so big. Yeah, yeah. So, so there is a few of them around, yeah. like, for they anyone. They're really nice. I around Perth. them as well. I yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. They have one up in Gold Coast, too. Yeah, yeah. they were dipping yeah. there on Wednesday in City Beach. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And they did a dance party. Did you yeah, know five o'clock, Red Bull van was there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Happy days. Yeah. Well, all I know is when when we go to Sydney, we'll be we'll be hitting you up anyway Good. for some of these events. With Project all X. the loads Project of other lads that are going to be there now. <laughs> yeah. you know? down, down to Bronte, Bronte Beach, is it? Could you, well, I kind of change it up. Right, a, okay. A few different ones, yeah. yeah. We'll get, and we'll clean up after ourselves. But. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, Rachel, it's been great having you on. Thank you so much. It's been so good. Yeah, and uh, all the best with your trip around uh, Australia. Thank you. And um, is there anything else you'd like to say? No, just follow Lost and Found in Sydney to see all the exciting things that me and my dad are going to do over the next few weeks. Yeah, and then right. I'm heading to Darwin and Bali, so... Dad's going and I'm going to keep traveling. So right, that poor man's going to be exhausted. <laughs> I know. I didn't want to bring him to Darwin. He'd sweat it all out. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to handle it. Love it. Brilliant. Love it. Sounds like you're living the life. Yeah. 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 Oh, good on you. Good. All right. Sully. Take us out, mate. Take us out, bud. Thank you. Cheers. Bye.